When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, you know that you never call your pet by their actual name. What do you actually call your pet? So, like, you're going to tell us the pet's actual name, and then you're going to tell us what you actually call your pet. But here's the catch. You have to do it in the voice that you use to talk to your pet. Oh, 651-641-1071. Yes. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer will be back on Monday. Holly Roberts is here. Sonny's here. And, uh, you know, this is something that's been spread around social media. People starting to share the names that they call their animals. Because your your animal has its official name. Yep. And then it has the eight nicknames that you give to your pet that you sing to your pet on a daily basis. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> it's and then layered with the voice. Because everybody has a weird voice they use to talk to their animals. Right? So, for example, par exemplar, I have two cats. I have one named... Theodore Ethan Lindstrom. We call him Teddy. Mm-hmm. And then I have Meatloaf Starburst Lindstrom. Uh, yeah, Starburst just, is a family name, right? Yes, it mm-hmm. is. We come from a long line of Starburst. Yeah. Um, uh, so Meatloaf and Teddy, that's their names, but that's not what we call them. Mm-mm. We call them many things, but typically, if we're talking to Teddy, we would say, Oh, Nemus, what are you doing? What did you just say? Nemus. We don't know why. What, Nemus? Yeah, Nemus. Like Shamu, the killer whale? Not sure. I mean, you don't, can't, I can't explain <laughs> can't, the progression, how we got from Teddy to Nemus. Can you spell Nemus? No, we don't actually write it because cats can't read. And then Meatloaf, he's Domitos. <laughs> Tomatoes. No, Domitos. What what the heck is that, Colleen? Demitas? Is that the name of a pizza joint See, in the neighborhood? This is the thing. This is like the family language. Only your own family speaks it. So, uh, now everybody has to embarrass themselves the way Yay! I just did. Let's go to the phones and talk to Alex. Hello to Alex. Hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. Hi. Okay, what is your what kind of pet do you have, first of all? I have a pet. I have a dog. She's a Welsh Terrier, and we call her Lucy. And her name. So her actual given name is Lucy. Yes. Okay, but what do you call her? And you got to do it in the voice. <laughs> well, I well I call her. I don't know why. I think <laughs> my sister started calling her that, and then when I came home, it just stuck. It's like beep 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 beep. That's oh. all I call her. 
Oh my gosh. That was awesome. Because the first time you said it, Alex, I'm pretty sure that only dogs could hear you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> only Lucy. <laughs> Thank you, Alex, for Thanks, your Alex. call. Thank you. That was awesome. I love it. Not even a word. Not just even. A, just a noise. It was like almost like, um, you know that scene in um, Splash when Tom Hanks asks Daryl Hannah's character what her name is in the mermaid world and she screeches it? That's sort of what it felt like. Yeah, that was nice, Alex. Nice. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Let's go to Stephanie. Stephanie's on the line. Uh, and Stephanie... Stephanie, what I, what kind of animal do you have? I have two. Um, two animals. Two dogs? Two dogs. Uh, yeah, they're two wiener dogs. Wiener and, dogs. Yeah. And the first one, his name is Fritz. Chris. And Fritz. Oh, Fritz. Fritz. Call, yeah, Fritz. Okay. And, and we call him Mr. Papa. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Bones. No, this one is really bad. Bones. I wish my husband would call in because he has an Ozzy Osbourne song that he sings to him, okay. but changes the words. But his name is Bones, and we call him Mr. Boner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was fun, oh, Stephanie. Thank Stephanie, you. thank you. Oh, that was yep. good. That oh, yes. Laugh. Not only the names, but the songs that you make up, that oh. you sing to your animal. So funny. Do you want to do Do you want to do uh, a cat? a cat name, a cat? A cat call? A cat. Holly? Thanks. Well, we wait, because we got other people on the line, but I want want you to do yours. I have two cats. Mm -hmm. They're named Singer and Sergeant. Mm -hmm. And for Sergeant, I talk to him like Barbara Streisand in Funny Girl. (laughs) I say, hello, gorgeous. Hello, beautiful. Hello, darling. The most beautiful cat in the world. And then with my other cat, Singer, I call him Boo. Hello, Boo. Hello, Boo. Hello, oh. little boo. <laughs> See, you don't get into the weird, like, strange voices like, hello, boo. Like, hello, okay, that's boo. Cute. I, I just change it up a little bit. Oh, so I we get real high-pitched and squeaky at my house. Well, and my dear departed Sam, oh, rest CMCM. in peace. He's my sham, 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 sham. I love that. Let's go to Shane. Hello, Shane. Hi. Hi, Shane. What kind of, what kind of animal do you have? I have a Boston Terrier. Okay. He thinks he's a person, but he's actually a dog. And what's his real name? His real name is Charlie. Okay, and what do you and, and then now now you must tell us how you actually talk to Charlie in the voice you talk to Charlie. Okay, when I get home at work he comes running and I go, Charlie Bean <laughs> Charlie Beans? Charlie, yep. Charlie Bean. When he was a baby he looked like a little bean. Oh. And as he grew up, I quit calling him Charlie, and it became Chowley Bean. Oh, so cute. Thank you, Shane. Thanks, Shane. so fun. Let's go to Stephanie. We've got another Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Hi. Um, this is my old rat terrier. She, I just lost her a couple months ago. Oh. She was 15. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And um, her name was Duchess. Mm-hmm. And um, a short... I I don't know, not really shortened. Dutchie poo poo. Oh. And then, <laughs> then when I would call her, I eat poo poo. Oh, Stephanie, oh. I love that. Thank you yeah. so much. Thanks, Stephanie. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. Okay, and Maggie, we'll let Maggie. <laughs> Maggie, what kind of what kind of animal do you have? Hi, she's a yellow lab. I don't have her anymore, but she was oh. such a good girl, and her name was Sandy. And Sandy. like the last lady, she didn't think she was a dog. She thought she was a person. Uh-huh. And 
So we named her Sandy Dog to remind her she was a, a dog. Oh, I love that. <laughs> just to make yeah. sure. So just so you know what you are. <laughs> yeah. And when I would talk to her, I'd be like, Sandy Dog. I love it, Maggie. Thank oh, you Maggie. so much. Thank you day. so much. Now, Sonny, you you said off the air, you told me that you just got a puppy. <gasps> yeah, man. You have a puppy. I actually have two somehow. Oh, my gosh. So my sister has a puppy, but we found out that she can't have puppies at her apartment. So now I have uh, her a, puppy. a big puppy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then me and my fiance have a puppy. So okay. the uh, my that baby you have to Ocean, perform for us. My mm-hmm. baby Ocean. So oh. his he is well. Obviously his name is Ocean. Mm-hmm. He's Ocean Potion. <gasps> Ocean Potion. That's my <laughs> what, baby. What kind of a dog is Ocean? He's a pit, he's a pit bull. Oh cute. He's such a sweetie. Puppy. A little, oh, he's, is he so tiny? He's 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 a little bigger. <laughs> bigger? I remember when he was really small. Okay. He would try to jump on the couch and oh, I love ooh, that when they can't get on things. Yeah. So now cute. he's 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 he taking all of the money out of my wallet just with just a look. That's That'll what they happen. do. <laughs> That'll happen. Oh my gosh. Isn't that funny? And do you have, have you bestowed upon your new adopted pup? Yes. A, uh, a nickname and a song? He is Valentino. And I haven't had a song. I don't have a song for him yet. But I call him Tino Bino. Oh my gosh. Is Tino that Bino. how quickly that happens? Tino Bino, Tino. Okay. I think my baby voice is the same for all my pets. I, you know, it's, <laughs> it works. Yeah, I've noticed that too. And we have the same exact thing. And we get very shrieky at ours. Oh, look at this. Oh, this is perfect. Okay, oh, Paul McGuire Grimes has just entered the studio. And I happen to know that Paul McGuire Grimes is the daddy to a dog. Yes. And um, we are doing this activity, Paul, where you have to say what your animal's actual name is normally. And then you have to say what you call your dog or your animal in the voice that you do it in. Okay. Okay. So his real name is Channing, mm-hmm. named after Margot Channing, the character in All About Eve. Mm-hmm. It's a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he goes either by Chan Chan, Peanut, but Peanut Buttercup. Right. Oh, okay. Yep. So um, yeah, if you I come like home, you're doing no. it wrong. Well, okay. So my voice to him is like, oh, Channing, how are you? Oh, you're so cute. Daddy's love you so much. But his voice is a Southern drawl. Oh, so he, you're, he, okay, he has see, a that's, voice too. That's like a whole separate level. That's like next level. Oh, oh, he has a voice. Okay, yeah. And he's like, um, daddy, daddies, I've been such a good boy tonight. Can I get a treat? Right <laughs> <laughs> out of a Tennessee Williams play, oh, yeah. Paul. Oh, daddies, this was so long since you were gone. You were at that movie again. Can I get a treat? I've been a real good boy. Yeah. Okay, that was fun. Thank you. Now, now we've pre-introduced you, so everything's all ready for you. When we come back, Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies is going to tell us what's in theaters this weekend on My Talk 1071. Well, we've got Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies in the studio on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is off. He'll be back on Monday. Holly Roberts has been filling in. Sonny's at the controls. And Paul McGuire Grimes is telling us what's in theaters this weekend. It's great to be back. It's great to have yes. you here. There's a couple new things in theaters this week, but it's so flipping cold out that I thought, let's stay inside. Let's stay inside. Yay. Watch good some idea. movies based on true stories. I love this. Two of them nice. are documentaries. I love this. Yeah. Okay, so can we start? I'm sorry. I'm going to do this out of the order that we had You're planned. Fine. Yeah. But this is the one I'm sorry. This is the one I'm so excited about, and I keep forgetting about it. Right. Um, and I've heard about it for a long time. It's called Three Identical Strangers. Yes. So this came out in theaters earlier this summer. It's now available on Video On Demand, but it will play on CNN this Sunday night if you want to set your DVR now. Um, And the premise behind this documentary is that there are these three brothers 
triplets who were separated at their adoption agency when they were babies and then sent to live with other parents. They didn't even know they were brothers, let alone triplets until college when they ended up meeting. And how bizarre is that? Because they met by chance, really. Yes, because they ended up going, two of them went to the same school and then he was like, he kept being called by the wrong name, as you learned. And they're like, oh no, you are David or whatever. He's like, no, 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 my name's such and such. So they ended up meeting and they're like, whoa, we're brothers, this is great. Then they get a phone, then they get in the newspaper, then they get a phone call that, oh wait, there's another one and Mm -hmm. we're actually triplets. Oh, what would you do if you saw yourself in the newspaper, but it wasn't you? That's the crazy thing. so bizarre. That's just like the tip of this iceberg because they become famous. They become like these, this viral sensation. They find out like they have so much in common. They talk the same. They look like they are literally triplets. And what kind of goes from there? And you learn about that. This was a social experiment by the adoption agency and they're not the only ones. The documentary also features another, I think it's twins that happened the same thing where they were separated at birth. Mm. And it was this experiment all about nature versus nurture. Which that just turns my stomach. Right. The idea of these kids being separated and not even knowing twins and triplets that just Mm -hmm. because of the connection that they have Mm -hmm. from birth and then being separate. I just, I, that, like, in, that, the, in the name of what this is, is experiment. For, for an experiment. Yeah. That's the part that just rips my heart out. And they were placed with three different types of like social backgrounds or like three different like types of Socioeconomic. like a wealthy family. Yeah. Did the, did the parents know that? No. Oh, okay. So that, ooh. no. So as someone that's going through the adoption process right now, myself, like it's, it was such an eye opener and the, it, it, makes it more apparent how much openness, how important openness is with your birth parents. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's just, that's just one of the things that I got out of it. How fascinating. So they interview two of the brothers Uh and like birth parent, like the adoption parents. There's a lot of media footage from when they, when they found this Mm -hmm. out, interviewing how, how their lives have changed in the Mm -hmm. 20, 30 years since that point. Wow. Wow. Okay. So the how less many, you know about this, the, the better. better. This is yes. what I've heard is that there are lots of twists and turns and things that kind of spill out as you're yeah. watching. And it's just this. sad. It's a really sad story. Yeah. That's to what see how their lives have changed somewhat for the better, mm-hmm. somewhat mostly for the worse. Mm-hmm. Where can we watch three identical strangers? You can do it on demand now if you want to rent it or CNN this Sunday night to set the DVR. It's it's worth the watch for sure. Okay. Three and a half out of five tickets. Okay. I just right. have so many questions now afterwards. I yeah. think even they do that. It can't all be explored throughout this movie. Sure. Wow. Okay. All right. So that three identical strangers documentary recommended by Paul McGuire Grimes. Moving on to a showbiz documentary. I think this has to do with one of our favorite funny ladies. Yes. So this is called Love Gilda. And it is a look at the life and career of Gilda Radner. She is my favorite comedian of all time, my favorite SNL star. And it really takes that kind of biographical approach from her early, from her childhood up through her diagnosis with ovarian cancer mm. and her death. And it is such a reminder. It really is a love letter, a love story to her and her contributions to comedy, mm-hmm. as well as how do you face a, di- a terminal diagnosis yeah. of cancer? Yeah. Did you, so having been like a fan of hers and loving her work, did you learn anything new from this? Oh, completely. Like I didn't realize that 
when she was a child that she was overweight. You wouldn't mm. expect that when you look at her now because yeah. she had suffered with eating disorders. But she she was a, she called herself a childhood of comedy studying under like Charlie Chaplin and Lucille Ball mm-hmm. and she would act them out in her backyard and then use comedy to deflect from the bullies at school that would oh, make wow. fun of her. So she used comedy as a way of staying ahead of people at school and yeah. then just knowing that she she dated Martin Short and she was with Eugene you know like she did improv with Eugene Levy and, and John Candy and that's kind of what led her to then doing SNL and she was the first cast member to be picked for Saturday Night Live from Lauren Michaels oh and, that's so cool yeah I mean it it how she then created those characters and then how her life kind of went down how she had a hard time with being a celebrity and what happened when she ended her contract and then meeting Gene Wilder when her life was turned all around again huh. yeah wow Loved okay it. so where can we watch Love Gilda that is you can get that on demand it's also on CNN it's another CNN documentary so if you can check your local listings DVR that's what we did to, in order to kind of get it for free awesome okay and then one more First Man this is all about Neil Armstrong's plight to becoming the first man on the moon. Ryan Gosling plays uh, Neil Armstrong. Claire Foy plays his wife. And this really is kind of that behind-the-scenes look at NASA and what it took to finally get to the moon. And this movie, like, didn't do well in theaters. Right. Yeah, it kind of came and went. Well, there was a big maybe this was going to be hot on the Oscar campaign. And it's like we haven't heard Claire much Fo- more about Claire it. Claire Foy really and then was there like a song or a, a score or oh, something? Oh, yes. Yeah, Justin Hurwitz's yeah. score should have been nominated. It's a really majestic score. Um, and he it's from Damien Chazelle he wrote and directed La La Land and Whiplash and what I love about it is that it's all practical effects there's no CGI cool. when they get to the mood it's a very quiet movie You're, it's kind of slow it makes you think about that kind of that human interest piece of who Neil Armstrong was and then you get to the moon landing which is the end of the movie and it is massive it's gorgeous it just is like what you expect from the moon landing in a movie okay how many tickets to four on out that of five one? on that as well okay we can stream that one this yes. weekend stay warm everybody thank you Paul McGuire Grimes thank you Paul's trip to the movies check it out online the website the podcast and the YouTube channel you can find all of his reviews right there and we'll be back with crazy stupid idiots on my talk 1071 we got dumb people doing dumb things on the Colleen and Bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, will be back on Monday. Holly Roberts and I are here. Sonny's at the controls. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. Yes, it does. Crazy, stupid idiots. They're to your right, they're to your left, and hopefully, as you look at yourself in the mirror, there isn't one looking back at you. And that's why we're here, to educate you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, we find these crazy, stupid idiots in the state of Florida. But that's not where we will go first. Disappointing. I know. We, we might get there at some point. We're going to go international? We are. We're going Woo! to Manitoba, Canada. Oh. What? I mean, I like Canada, but I thought it would be a little more exciting. Oh, well, it's not that exciting. No. So, but it is a cautionary tale. Okay. So I have never gotten pulled over for speeding. Knock on wood. Knock. You better knock on wood I real knock hard. On, I can't find any. You better knock, knock, oh, knock on wood. Okay. Knocked on wood. Thank you. But, um, I think I would know better than to do what this person did. Sonny, you're looking at me crazy. Are you amazed that I've never gotten pulled over for speeding? Yes. And okay. I'm wondering, are you like a closet speeder? Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. No, I got a lead foot. I just like <laughs> apparently got lucky. I don't know. Um, did this person 
cut out the bottom of their car and Flintstone it? Like no. Flintstone feet? No. But that, I like your imagination. You. No, this person, so here's what happened. This person was not excited that they got pulled over for speeding. And further not excited, they got ticketed for speeding. Uh, and then they didn't wait long enough to show the world how they felt about that ticket. They didn't, what I mean is they didn't wait until the cop who issued the ticket drove away before they crumpled it up and threw it out the window. Ooh, that's an amateur move. That right? is seriously amateur move. So the cop saw them crumple the ticket up and throw mm-hmm. it out the window. And then the cop was like, uh, hold the phone. Oh. Got back out of their car. And issued another ticket, this time for littering. Yeah! So now the person had their speeding <laughs> ticket and uh, their littering ticket, which is about $130 for just for the littering, plus the speeding. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just so put don't do it that. in your glove box. Call it a day. Oh, no. No, no, no. And then go away. Don't, but don't put it in your glove box. Why? Because things go in the glove box to die. You need to put it somewhere where you're going to remember it. Like where your purse or your wherever oh, yeah, like stuff is. Don't you... go in your purse That's or your true. bra to die. That's true. <laughs> they don't die in my bra. I'll find it later. Yeah, but then it will be all like weird and, and moist sweaty. and they've, sweaty. They've and got then... copies. <laughs> That's don't true. worry, you guys. They'll find you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, your boob sweat's not an excuse this for is not true. paying your ticket. Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't pay my ticket. It faded. No. Um. Anyway, yeah. So this person. But you know what? Listen, also, I don't, I, I'll explain it to you. It won't do it justice. This is the dirtiest car you've ever seen. Try you me. cannot even make out the yeah, license nasty. plate. It's disgusting. Wow, I feel really good about myself I know. right now. So if you need to feel good about yourself, <laughs> yes, look up the driver in Manitoba that got extra ticket for littering the previous how, ticket. How do you let your car get that dirty? Like, I, that, that, I, thought, I thought that was always signs like you lived out in the desert or okay, something like that. Okay, can we have a moment here? Can we just have like truth? Or, or can okay. we be in the truth area? The, the truth area? The trust tree? The trust tree? Yes. Like, um, how many times, how often would you say you wash your car? Mm. Honestly? Honestly. Okay. This is a safe space. Inside? Safe outside? Space. I'm just going outside. Okay, because if we were going inside. No, ooh, that's ooh. like a whole different, That's <laughs> to me, that's like effort. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> outside, how often would you say you wash your car? <laughs> Truth. <laughs> two, two months. Yeah, once every three months. Two I think three. I do it like twice a year. Mm-hmm. I know that's probably not good. I get it. Don't. Don't at me about this. I understand what it's doing. I know rust, blah, blah, blah. Here's what this is the problem. I never get the window. You know what I'm saying? I never get the right window because every time I wash my car, window of time, mm. window of time, right? Because like I, I'm like, I could, oh, well, I actually have time to wash my car right now, but it's, 32 degrees below zero right. and all of the they're all closed right or i could wash my car right now but it's raining outside right. so right. nature's watching nature, it yeah exactly so i just like i just am like oh it's rare that i get the well, in the window correctly the struggle is real you have to get in that window and then you for me it's like i'm not going to go to a separate place to wash my car the car wash needs to be attached to the place where i get, get my your gas. gas exactly and sometimes that's rare oh man then i have to go out of my way to Go and to I, that one. And I say this as a person who is just shamed for the dirtiness of the exterior of my car by the person who changed my oil the other day. Oh, really? <laughs> so oh, no, I won't like, accept that. He's asked my way out. He's like, well, you know what you call this, huh? He's like, 
You call this riding dirty. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I would, that's a good joke. You see me rolling. Yes. They hate it. No, you know what I really, though, the, the thing I really hate is that the day that I do get the car washed, the one day, twice a year that I get the car washed, everybody else is too. So last time right. I had to wait in line for 40 minutes and I did it. That's good. Well, good for you, Colleen. I'm really story. proud of you no, for it washing was, your car. I did it, though. Biannually. And then, yeah, thank you. And then now, guess what? And that was like a few days ago. It's dirty again. You know, what's the point? Oh, what's the point What is the point? Really? Exactly. <laughs> All right, I got another crazy, stupid idiot for you. You ready Yay. for this one? Florida? This one is France. Ooh, la la. Mm, en français. We are international yet again. A 23-year-old young man is a, a college student in France, and his parents were flying to uh, visit him at college. In you France. In France. From, uh, and so they were coming from Lyon to, I don't know how to even pronounce this. Another Rennes. French town. Rennes. Rene, Rene, like <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I just made that up. Rene. Rene. Anyway, so he, but you remember what it was like when you were in college and your parents were coming to visit, and maybe I don't know. You didn't really want them around because parents, mm-hmm. and so he didn't want his parents to come. We don't know why, but he just wasn't interested in because them. Because he's a college, he's a college age student. Yeah. Um, so he was like, "What can I do to get my parents to not come to visit me?" So he did what any college student without a fully formed prefrontal cortex would do. And he called the airline that they were flying in on and uh, called a bomb threat in. Oh, what? wrong answer. Totally wrong answer. <laughs> do not do that. Um, so the flight was diverted back to the airport in Lyon. All the passengers, including the parents, had to get off. The p- cops had to sweep the plane for a bomb. And guess what? The Guess what else they did? They were able to trace the call mm. and pin it on the guy. He's been arrested. He's facing up to an $85,000 fine and five years in prison. Oh, I don't think his parents um, are going to be visiting him in jail. Yeah. So maybe why, his plan worked. Does it say why he didn't want them to visit? No. I wish I knew. I mean, he just was probably, I don't know. Look, I immediately thought he was like in college and he was doing bad. Well, oh, that could be that it. Could, yeah. Yeah. Or he just wanted to party. He like had play a big date that weekend. <laughs> Finally got a date with the hot chick and, you know, didn't want to miss out on that. And his parents were coming to cramp his style or something. That lie cost him $85,000. Yeah. 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 Oh. Sorry about it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. But here's what you do. You take the opportunity. If you're lucky enough to have your parents visit you at college that is an opportunity for a free meal, hopefully. Oh, yeah, and maybe a trip to Bed Bath & Beyond. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're doing it wrong, kid from France. Yeah. That is when you get all of your cheap towels yes. and toilet yeah, paper. Man. Yes. Yeah. And then you go out to eat at some nice, fast, casual restaurant, and you stuff your face. Mm-hmm. Before you go partying, mom and dad are tired, and then you go out. Yes. And do your natty yeah, ice really, beer bong. Yeah, I don't know what the problem is. Yeah. I don't know what the problem there was. You know, your life doesn't start till mom and dad are in bed anyway when you're in college. Thanks. <laughs> exactly. I don't understand really, what the uh, issue is. Yeah, and then you yeah. inconvenienced all the other folks. I know. They were just trying to visit their kids in college. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm with mm. you, Sonny, though. I bet he just, I bet he had a bad grade or two that he didn't want him to know man, about. And I'm like, you could, man, 85000 $85,000. They are not going to be happy. And guess what? Now he's going to miss out on school. Yeah. He's never going to get that degree. He's not going to be able to pay that back. I mean, five years in prison, maybe. And then with the grades, it's just like with the sweaty boob ticket from the previous story. 
like you said, Sonny. Yeah. They have records. Yeah, they have they records. records man. They're, they're going to find out. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm, you know, this right here is why people go, oh, I would go back to being young. I am so glad I left Stupid Town. <laughs> Peace so out. Your prefrontal vortex port of whatever. That's <laughs> right. I got vortex. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm done. It's fully formed. We're all happy. Thank you. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have a throwback live. Donnie's coming in for the final time this week uh, to play the throwback live after this on My Talk have you been waiting for just the right job then welcome to the end of your search amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply you can start getting paid right away and work close to home applying is easy you don't even need an interview so what are you waiting for come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today visit amazon.com hiring amazon is an equal opportunity employer Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a 7-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.